Welcome, friends, to the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour with your hosts, Sig Bisley and Colt Mauser. Before we get started, please be sure to like this video and subscribe for more content just like this. Now, let the animation appreciation commence. Guess what, broski? It's episode 69. You know what that means. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Don't no. worry. It means absolutely nothing. <laughs> it better not mean anything. We're going to do the same thing. Which oh, is... so it does mean what we think it does. <laughs> okay, I understand. Zing. Anyway, today's episode, we're going to do the second Evangelion movie, 2.22. Yep. You can not advance. Yeah, it's in parentheses. Which is a lie. <laughs> that is kind of a lie. Because you can advance. Uh, new shows. Yep, new shows. It's a new season. So there's all kinds of new stuff. There is one more episode the, of Witch from Mercury we hadn't got to. New season's got Trigun Stampede, too, which I know a lot of people have been kind of That fucking for. animation is wild. The animation's very good. Yeah, we'll talk about it. It's really cool. I think Orange did it. Is that the, oh, that's the name of the studio? Yeah. Anyway, they've done a bunch of other stuff. I looked into it a little bit. Um, I have oh, Alice, yeah, you, you, Alice in Borderlands. Yeah, you got to talk about the second season. The of second Alice season, which... Unless they go wacky and off the rails, it finishes the adaptation of the manga. So it is the first two seasons together are the complete like story. So and it has a satisfying ending. I thought it was pretty good. So we'll get to that. But before anything, per usual, the news. The news. All right. So first bit of news here is I am. I was looking up Trigun Stampede, but too many studios worked on it because a lot of studios worked on it. So anyway, I will move on then to uh, Tales of Symphonia Remastered. So I think I mentioned this briefly God, probably a year ago now or months ago now at least. Um, it is actually coming out on the Switch, the PS4, and the Xbox One, which means you'll be able to play it on the PS5 and the you know Xbox series, whatever, uh, on February 17th. Um, Tales of Symphonia was a freaking awesome game believe it was I, believe, I played it on the GameCube I don't remember if it was also on like the PS2 at the time ah, the cube I think it was I think it was great in freaking destructible like the most indestructible console ever could definitely like murder your enemies with it it was a beast it was a beast um, that style but anyway it was a good game it was I, I, it got me into those tales of games and I it's probably still my favorite although I really like Vesperia too mainly because the main character did not he did not mess around. <laughs> he don't play. Like some it was some like evil like mayor or something in some town and like in the middle of the night when the rest of the party wasn't paying attention, he just like meets him out on a bridge and shanks his ass, <laughs> toss him into the river, like getting busy. All right, time. I like this main character. He's pretty boss. But uh anyway, Tales of Symphonia. Um, if you haven't checked it out before, I highly recommend it. I mean, I don't know if the remake will be good or not, but it probably will be. It looks like a pretty stock standard remake. Um Bandai Namco is doing it, so there's no real risk that it's going to have any strangeness going on. So it's just a high recommendation. It's one of those games I remember being very, very good. I mean, granted, that was probably 20 years ago now, but um, yeah, I recommend you all check it out. Check it on out. February, February 17th. All right. That's pretty soon. Moving on. So got a couple announcements in a row here about stuff coming out that. I don't think is surprising, but always good to get confirmation. So we will get a second season of 
Heavy Metal Dark Fantasy Bastard this year. Nice. Uh, on Netflix. Yeah, they set up for a second season pretty hard, so. Yeah, it'll do the uh, Hell's Requiem arc, apparently. Nice. Um, you know, there's more source material that needs to be adapted, so it makes sense that they're going to continue doing it. And I I think I'm going to catch up before this one, now that I... I hate that I give Netflix money, but now that I give Netflix money. Sometimes you just got to do it. There's still a bunch of, well, maps. <clears throat> It's um, like buying shit from Amazon. Oh, like, I know. It pains me to do it, but every once in a while, you Sometimes just can't you get Sometimes you gotta something. do it. It's very really rare, rare, though. I mean, I think I've been Amazon-free for probably... Actually, I cheated. I think I had my sister order me something one time. Ah, uh, yeah. That still counts. Like, once or twice. <laughs> but, like, since probably 2015, I haven't even had, like, an account, I don't think. You're a better man than I. Anyway, um, it's actually not as hard as you think it is. <laughs> no, I, I have weaned myself off of most stuff, but there's some stuff. Pretty much every website does free shipping now, so it's, it's like, too easy. Yeah, they basically forced everyone's hand. So, uh, yeah, regardless, Bastard season two. I'm assuming it'll be another 24 episodes, but I don't. There's no confirmation of that. I yet. would assume so. But coming out this year, so be on the lookout for it. You know, how Netflix is with that stuff. Sometimes it just like freaking drops out of nowhere. Oh, I'm so glad they're redoing a lot of that 90s stuff. It's so good. That and fucking Orphan. Speaking of which, the next bit of news is Sorcerer Stabber Orphan oh is God. getting a new arc in April. Nice. <laughs> so this is going to be a pretty packed year with sequels. So we finally got confirmation. So now we got Bastard. We got Orphan. We got um, Demon Slayer. You got Jujutsu Kaisen. You got um, Goblin Slayer, finally. Oh, Jesus. Killing me. That's a lot of freaking... You know, second seasons of very second or third or more seasons of very good shows true. coming out. So this is going to be a damn stacked year of anime for sure. I mean, you got continuation of uh, Witch for Mercury. Like, mm. Mm. Uh, you got more Chainsaw Man. You got, um, I don't even know. You got everything. Like, it's too much stuff. It's weird to have things to look forward to. Yeah, more I said Witch <laughs> for Mercury. You still got your seat Sura going. Right. Uh, I think there's more JoJo's coming out this year. So it's just, it's crazy. Like. Slammed. It's a slammed year. Quit I'm not your complaining. fucking job and just watch TV. It's awesome. So anyway, starting in April, I think April is when we get more uh, Demon Slayer, too. So, God, you're going to get Orphan and Demon Slayer in the same. <sighs> yeah, I think it was mid-April, like same 13th, time. 15th. Yeah. If I recall, I don't remember. Yeah, this just says um, April, so I don't I don't know if it's got a, the exact date yet, but it's I, the same I, season. Yeah, I remember you. Probably two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, Demon Slayer, they had an exact date. They had an exact date. Yeah, so. they don't have one for the ship. So, Anyway, if you're into Sorcerer Stabber Orphan, get more episodes of that, too. I certainly so. am. Be on the lookout. It's got to stab those sorcerers. All right, so jumping back to video games. Um, Even though he is a sorcerer. The trailer for um, Square Enix's kind of next AAA title, and it's a PS5, well... Semi-exclusive, it's one of those that's going to be on PC and PS5, but not the X-Brick. Um, Forspoken came out. And, I mean, the basic premise is girl lives in New York, somehow gets transported to... It's very Isekai. Gets transported to Fantasy World. Gee, I, I, this seems familiar to me. And, uh, and has to, you know, some dark fantasy world has to do dark fantasy things. Um, I... <sighs> this game, man... I don't think it's going to be like woke. I just, or like poorly written or anything. It just seems extremely bland. Well, I mean, we're like drowning in a sea of Vizakai 24 yeah, 7. Every just, single season, it's almost half the show. It's 
actually probably close to half the shows are this guy. Now, it's a game, right? So the story could be bland. The visuals and everything could be kind of bland. But if the gameplay's good, it's not going to matter that much, right? That's fine. Like, yeah. okay, it could still be very awesome. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I might. we'll see what the reviews say because I might give it a whirl if it if it gets good reviews. But I might it, take her out for a spin. Yeah, but it seems it just doesn't have that swag that something like a Dark Souls, Elden Ring, whatever has. So Fair enough. Or even like a, you know, a Monster Slayer. Monster Hunter, sorry, not Monster Slayer. Monster Hunter. Or, I don't know. It's just even those get kind of generic, but they have some swag. This, I don't know. Seems it's, swagless. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of missing that essential element. But anyway, we'll find out. Um, it doesn't look bad. It just looks kind of bland. Uh, and it's coming out in, I want to say, February? No, January 24th. So actually coming up here in, what, a week and a half, two weeks? Oh, yeah. So we'll find out soon enough. Speaking of video game stuff, um, Sony is assuring us, of this I am assured, the PlayStation 5s will be much easier to buy in, in 2023. Now, I will say anecdotally, that's already true. The other day I looked just for, you know, shiggles to see could you get a PS5 and on like Best Buy, right? And now, so when I bought mine, you the website just showed it unavailable, right? Even though they were getting stock at stores. Yeah. And you had to go like people figured out a way to like see their stock at different stores. Yeah. So you could go on a separate app and, and look at that and figure it out. And I was very easily able to get one that way, right? Like Every day they were showing up at different stores in the area. And, you know, I just picked one day, went up to a store, got it. No problem. Although you had to ask at the front desk. Now you can actually buy it and just pick it up at the store. Now, for me, when I looked, it was going to take like five days, a week, whatever. But I could I could have just ordered it right then and picked it up like five days later. That's pretty good. So. You, you might be able to just walk into places and get them now, but regardless... What's well, kind of interesting... It, it seems like it's actually... Easy. I looked into the chip thing a little bit. Yep. Because it's fucking annoying. Very annoying. It's not even China. I've been blaming it on China for forever. 80% of the chips are made in Taiwan. Oh, yeah. It's all Taiwan. And I'm so... Uh, sir, like, you were I, correct. I, you were correct. Well, I mean, everything's China's fault, but... Well... We won't talk about what's real China and what's not because we'll probably somehow get yeeted off of YouTube for that. But <laughs> I don't think anybody cares. You may have actually been correct. Yeah. Oh, China cares a lot. I know they care a lot. That's their thing. But yeah. No, Taiwan went crazy too with the COVID protocol. Yeah, it's so. just like I feel like they didn't do the China thing where they just kept shutting down forever trying to get rid of a virus that you can't get rid of. They were shut down for a long time. Yeah. Though. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then... Either way, I was incorrect to say it was directly China's fault. It probably is anyway, but... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on here. Uh, we're going to take a little side little, little side trip to uh, dunk on the dying mainstream American comic book industry. Let me be clear. I mean the mainstream American comic book industry. It's kind of sad. Which is a sad, wretched state. It's a shame because the IP I, is I fantastic. I don't really enjoy but. dunking on it anymore. Actually, I don't really I care because, like, I'm so fucking sick of Batman. Everybody loves Batman. I'm just so fucking tired of Batman. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, and I mean. I love Batman, too, but you're, you're But, wrong. I mean, is Batman not the best character in all of comics ever? 
arguably. To me, it's always Batman and Spider-Man, right? That's like, those are I mean. my favorites. But I mean, you got you got to stop abusing him. It's like just this they abuse endless... the crap out of Spider-Man too. I think like ninety, like nine out of ten titles that like Batman's the only thing that sells anymore. So they're doing like nine or ten Batman. Listen, comics. the Joker's it's having mud like, babies, all right? Yeah, it's like what the fuck, <laughs> a mud monkey. <laughs> Remember that South Park yes. episode? Yeah, the fucking uh, Stan shits in the uh, in the uh, in the urinal. In the urinal. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh god, what's his face is on the the speaker for the school. Oh yeah, he's going through every name for <laughs> like for a fucking shit. Fudge Dragon and shit. Yep, it's like Fudge Dragon, Mud Monkey. It just went on forever. It's so funny. Regardless, that's the state. That's the current state of Batman. <laughs> uh, anyway, the dunking is the fact that like. 18 of the top 20 adult graphic novels are all manga, once again. Yeah. Like, of course it is. And it's, uh, you know, Demon Slayer, the run is over, so now Demon Slayer's been knocked down to number three. One and two, Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man. (laughs) Yeah. Chainsaw Man was, like, huge even And then at number five, Chainsaw Man. And then at number seven, Chainsaw Man. And then at number (laughs) 11, Chainsaw Man. And then at number 16, Chainsaw Man. And then at number 18, Chainsaw Man. And then at number 20, Chainsaw Man. (laughs) It was already doing really well, and then the anime just probably put it. You know, because, like, the minute you get into a show, you want to read the manga, and you know. Especially when people whine about changes and stuff, you know. Either way. Every damn volume six, almost every damn volume of Chainsaw Man's on here. Like seven and eight are missing somehow, but ten's on here. So don't ask me how that works. Fair um, enough. Anyway, anyway, please stop raping Batman. Yeah, just let him cool off his butt hurts. Yeah. So good to see that you know comics are still popular, very popular. It's just it's switched to manga, you know, and it's a shame. The mainstream industry just sucks. Actually, I would argue that comics are probably more popular than they've been since like the '90s. They are. It's just, just mostly manga. Yeah, it's, it's just man- manga. manga and like Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Because comics kind of took a dump in the night, like after well, in the '90s, really. Oh yeah, it did. Oh yeah, it did. It's like when they. It was the rise of Image and such, but it was the downfall, like Marvel and DC, especially Marvel. God. You remember the garbage Marvel's putting out in the late '90s? Like, let's take out Wolverine's adamantium. Let's give Ghost Rider a clown suit. Like, <laughs> I was just gonna mention the Ghost what Rider clown. Is this crap? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it was so bad. You can only re and the problem is they have no imagination. They just keep beating the shit out of the same IPs. Like since the yeah. '40s, you can't keep in some doing cases. That. Yes, some yeah, cases like, like the '30s. Yeah, like Batman's like cl- fucking hundred years, close to a hundred years of Batman. <sighs> Yeah, Spider Man, I mean, at least. Yeah, Spider Man's been out since the '60s. Yeah, Spider Man's Spider Man's newer, newer than I remember, or yeah. than I. Batman's like. old. I mean, Captain America has been what, Namor like since the '40s. Superman. Yeah, Superman. They could do so much more with Superman if they uh, didn't like. You just you gotta have to, like let Superman murder people sometimes. I know it's wrong, but sometimes that's just what you gotta do. Well, he's just not an interesting character. Yeah, you're not wrong. You know, it's hard to write a guy who's perfect. You know what I mean? Like, how do you even... That's why I'm always impressed that people who can write Superman well. It's just not easy. It's just not an easy thing to do. Um. Anyway. Anyway, tangent over. Yeah, moving on. Uh, so I think this is a this is some anime convention news and not related to the, the beer bug of Unknown Origins, um, which we've already said, but whatever. Uh, more related to 
I think another in, you know indication that it's they're hurting. Um, so Anime Expo just announced that they will not be doing premium badges anymore. They did these five hundred and fifty dollar like premier fan badges. Jesus, with they came with a bunch of extra stuff and access and whatever, and they're not doing them again. So that to me says they probably didn't sell very well last time. Probably figured they weren't going to sell well this time. Probably aren't selling well enough on their regular tickets. I think most of the people that go to those conventions are probably broken out. That's the other thing, too, right? They ain't no money. And they know that downturn's coming. So Snoop Doggy I just thought it was interesting. I also went and poked around on their website to see what their rules are going to be this year related to beer bug and such. And yeah. nothing. It, was, it looked like it was all the old stuff from last year still up, like, in accordance with this rule and that rule that aren't, you know, in accordance with the L.A. County and this, that uh, those rules aren't in place anymore. So I, I have no idea. I don't think they've really announced that yet. So they're selling badges, but you have no idea what your experience is going to be like if you get there. So good luck if you're going to go. Um, I'm certainly not. I'm going to stay the hell far away. <laughs> well, they're underwater right now. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. They're just having a fun old time. It's a crazy state of affairs. Anyway. Moving on. I certainly don't want to fly across the country right now either. No. Oh, no. Jesus, God. Too no. difficult. All right. Moving on. The last bit of news we got here for this week. And it's an interesting bit of news. Um, it's a humdinger. Uh, Belarus has decided that uh, all rights can belong to them. Copyrights are theirs. If, if you're an enemy of Belarus, like, they don't care. So, oh, so, they're so China, they passed a they're law. They're doing it China style. So they passed a law. That permits their residents to um, access any audiovisual stuff, so computer, software, whatever. Um, no consent from the copyright holders if the nation they're, it's coming from is unfriendly. Hmm. And that's a lot of nations, apparently. Um, oh, yeah. Aren't they on Russia's side? Uh, this, yeah. Of this whole nonsense? And... Uh, it's interesting because it's a state-owned uh, national patent authority is going to process this. So, what happens is um, it's a it's a shakedown scam. So, if you're going to import something into the country that's unlicensed, you got to pay a fee to their that organization. Oh, they're like the mafia. Ah. And then other rights holders that may own that have to file a claim. And if they don't file a claim, Belarus keeps the money. Who the fuck is going to Belarus for any reason anyway? <laughs> no, very <laughs> true. So it's... <laughs> this is just a ridiculous one where, you know, some small, essentially a tin pot country at this point. Sorry yeah. if you're from Belarus, but... It is what it is. is yeah. We're not doing so great here either. But. No, we're not. Um and they just they got some crazy laws. So if you got copyright on stuff, don't expect that shit to work in Belarus because I don't think it is. Fair enough. And if you're in Belarus and you were a pirate, you are now a privateer, sanctioned officially <laughs> by the government of Belarus. Pretty based. Hell yeah. Anyway, on that note, that's the news. Boom, done. Okay, uh, do you want to do new shows first or do you want to get into... Uh... We'll do new shows first. Yeah, do new shows first. So, Giant Beasts of Ours, I saw the thumbnail, and I was sold. Like, giant muscly dudes with giant swords. Uh, it's kind of a cool setup. Basically, there's... um, Sorry, I forgot. I watched it a few days ago. I forgot what they're called. It's like a... 
it's either a paladin or a, I think like these guys work as like a couple. There's like one dude, yep, and one chick. Like the dude is the paladin, I think, and he actually does the fighting, and the chick basically turns into a sword or something. <laughs> no, she Whoa. like. The dude like absorbs Whoa. the chick and he gives her like Whoa. amazing powers to fight Whoa. giant monsters. Okay, sure. So basically the very beginning scene is like this guy and his partner are going to fight this monster and then they flash forward to, you know, it's just like a conversation between yep. them and then they go to fight. Then it flashes forward like 20 years or something, and he's a like broke ass shit bum by himself because she apparently got killed, so he doesn't have any more magic sword power. And apparently, the head of the country they're in, it's like fantasy style, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably on another planet. I get the idea. It's like it's not Izakai, thank God. They're like, you know, it's like actually something like, different. It's yeah. like fantasy sci fi, which is cool. Anyway. So the leader of this country is trying to make fake chicks that make magic swords. Uh-huh. Artificial ones. Yeah. And then one escapes. Sure. Sex dolls. Got it. Yeah. She escapes. And then he runs into her. And then at the very end of the episode, they're going to form a contract. So he's back in business. But with the unknown element of her being a artificial yeah. new type. And she's like wicked strong and shit. She like beats the crap out of guys all the time. And, you know. This muscle girl? Don't tell Stavros. <laughs> no, nah, she's not muscly. She's got uh, shame. magic strength. <laughs> Such a shame. The strength lives in her heart or something. Such a shame. Anyway, super fun episode. I can't okay. wait to watch more. I like the And premise. I love the designs of the giant beasts. Plus, there's like a mystery of like where the beasts came from. Like, they don't tell you who made them because they're like yeah. manufactured, apparently. But, um, or like a long time ago. Now I imagine they just breed in the wild uh, who knows grow out we'll of the ground out. i don't know i'll find out it's gonna be amazing uh revenger was the next one yep this is like classic samurai bs it seemed like a cool like the story for the first episode uh the main character basically gets tricked into killing his like there's people in his clan that told him his soon to be father-in-law was dealing opium and that's okay. a no-no this is in the um is this like meiji is this yeah it's like after warring states okay as yeah, so a meiji yeah so anyway so he goes and kills the dude and like all his bros and then he finds out later yep that it was a setup and so, like, there's this random guy and this chick. They're like, okay, like, we have to go deal with this guy anyway. So do you want to come and, you know, get revenge, help us so you can get revenge? And they go do the thing. But then he outsmarts. The main character, like, outsmarts this other guy and just basically smokes out the guy he wants to kill so he can get his revenge. Because they basically kind of put him on the, you know, they're like, everybody thinks you're dead. Because they yeah. send guys to kill him. You know, everybody he's thinks big. he's dead. So if he shows his face, it's obviously going to blow the whole plan. But then he basically uses them to, like, smoke that guy out. Because there's, like, a secret. Okay. When they're raiding the place, so, there's, like, a secret, like, corridor where he could get out. So he just waits. So at he the... goes and gets his immediate revenge. Yeah. So what the hell is the series about? I don't know. We're going to find out. He already got his revenge. Uh, okay. From what I read about it, like, 
that dude who helped him get revenge, the dude and the chick, yep. they're like a, I don't know, fucking secret society that just like helps people get revenge. <laughs> Sounds interesting. There's a lot of cutting. It's like in. a samurai version of like, uh, what was that? Was it Dirty Work? What with Norm McDonald's? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Basically what it is. Okay. Anyway, it's, it's a good premise. Potential. Yeah. And a lot of cutting people in half. I'm always in on that. Yeah. Animation was decent. I like the good main samurai character. show. It was um, enough anymore. the story was like it had a lot of twists and turns, but it wasn't convoluted. Like they told it well, so you weren't like, "Oh god, this is stupid and confusing." Okay, so I liked it. It's like it was made for Japanese teenagers. Exactly. It's it was made for the Japanese teenager that lives deep down in my heart. There you go. Anyway, uh, Trigon Stampede is Trigon again. With really, really sexy fucking CG. Yeah. Yeah, so very... It's interesting, because it is fully CG, but the style is more Disney-ish. It looks like a Disney movie, yeah. I mean, it's Like an old-school Disney movie, like a good one. Yeah, yeah, so not Pixar-ish. I don't want to give that impression. No, no, no. It looks like a good old... Like, it looks like hand-drawn animation for the most part. They spent a fucking fortune on it. They definitely spent some money on it. The animation's pretty fluid. It's not... You know how we feel about full CG shows. A lot of times they're not; they don't look good at all. No, this is really impressive. This actually looks really good. Like uh, I'm fairly impressed. Now, the novelty might wear out off after a few episodes, but right now I'm very impressed. It doesn't look as good as something as like Lupin the First, but that was a movie, so that's not fair. But for a series, it's as close as that. I, it's as close to that as I've seen from a series. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? No, it looks really, really good. It does look really good, and you know that's unfortunately, folks, that's probably the future, right? You're going to see less and less. Flat animation and more and more 3D. It's just going to happen. I have no problem with that. I would like hand-drawn animation to just be like a boutique thing. You know, if somebody I, wants to, you know, like kind of like stop motion is. The other stuff isn't even necessarily hand-drawn either. It's just that the 2D is going to go away and it's going to be all 3Ds. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. It is what maybe it is. not. Maybe, you know, maybe that's, uh, you know, maybe that's uh, Chicken Little, but we'll yeah. find out. Anyway. As long as it looks good, I don't really give a shit. Trigon. Know? If you don't know anything about Trigon, you should know things about Trigon. Not that. I was ever a huge Trigun guy because I, Vash's Stampede kind of annoys me <laughs> as a character because he's too much of a pacifist at times. Um, he was just naive and people would die because of it, which was part of the story. Yes. Like because he was naive and he learns his lesson at the end, but he's just so obstinate. And, and you know, there's a good story to be had there because, like, you know, be careful who you pass judgment on and be careful you kill. Like Lord of the Rings, right? The, the real Lord of the Rings, not the terrible rangs of power. The Lord of the Rings, like. You know, if you kill Gollum early, well, the ring never ends up in the fire, right? Yeah. So there's something to be said about that. That's why I wasn't there, because I would choke the shit. <laughs> so there's an interesting story to be told about a character that is not really willing to kill people, but is still going to, you know, help people out. Save the job. It's the Batman problem, right? Like, you know, maybe if you killed the Joker, you wouldn't have so many freaking corpses everywhere. You know, at oh, some yeah. point, maybe that's the eternal. Maybe you have to pass judgment <laughs> just once. Yep. So it, it, it's interesting. The first episode, I, I haven't seen the first episode of the original in a long time, but it's a pretty much a carbon copy because they're both adapting. The they same got thing. rid of Millie and replaced it with an old guy. No, Millie's there. She's way younger. Yeah, but like, just jobs wise. Oh yeah, Millie doesn't really fill the same role. I now, think that you know I, mean? I think like, they conflated those two characters together in the yeah, original. It's yeah, been a yeah. long time, so I could be wrong, but I think there was a conflation of characters there. Yeah, because she was not as 
um, I don't want to say incompetent, but inexperienced. Yeah. It seemed in the original. Exactly. Um, so anyway. Vash's design's very different. I actually like the new one better, honestly. Yeah. So it's it's good so far. You know, it's a good episode. It, the first episode was always a good episode of Trigun, so. Yeah. The new adaptation's good. Um, the... Oh, they also um they didn't say where he was from till like midway through the series, if I recall, and they kind of like got that out of the way immediately. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because they do the they do the whole opening scene where him and um, yeah, that wasn't in the original. I keep thinking Nail. It's not Nail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the hell's his damn brother's name? Oh, uh, Knives. Knives. It's yeah. him. It's 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 a, it's a him and Knives are like escaping from the from the ship yeah because it's all lost technology it's you know it's very um it's like you know we talked about the orgus 02 it's got a little bit of orgus going on it's yeah. got a, not with mechs but it's got Gunsword came after it but similar style yeah you know, it's got that like you know lost technology future planet thing i mean last exile even for that matter that was like back in the heyday of like space westerns i love that style i do yeah i would kill to have some of that back so it's nice i don't know hopefully they i, I think i think everybody should watch it i do <laughs> i kind of hope... not like it but i think everybody should watch it i kind of hope they mess with the story a little bit I, well, I don't know what the original story was either, because and I don't know because I know the original adaptation had problems. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it'd be nice if they cleaned up some of that. So stuff. if they're gonna, yeah, cue closer to the original manga. Like, we'll see, we'll see. Well, you know, almost like how they did Helsing, they did Helsing Ultimate or Maximum or whatever the hell the whatever the hell the newer Helsing was. Yeah, um, yeah to kind yeah. of clean it up. Which that's something else I've never watched all of. I gotta get around to that. I know, I know, shameful, shameful display. All right, so Trigon Stampede. Yeah, definitely recommend. Just for the animation quality alone, check it out. Um, Handyman Saito, did you watch that? Yes. my I, I There was like 40 Izakais. I picked the one that would look the most entertaining. Sure. And I only picked it because I'm a carpenter, and he having taking someone with like practical skills and like sending him out to adventure is hilarious to me. Because <laughs> the whole episode is basically about how his like – practical handyman skills are like super handy in adventuring he's like picking locks and like busting open chests and fixing armor <laughs> yeah i don't know so standard is it's near and dear to my heart standard is fantasy world yeah that i don't even think they mention how he got to the fantasy world but they have funny flashbacks of him like people like bitching at, like he went and picked a lock for some lady she like locked herself out or something yeah and, like, she's bitching at him about, like, because it only took him, like, 10 seconds because he's really good at it. And then he charges her, and she's like, but that only took, like, 10 seconds. It's so expensive. It's like, man, I live that, like, every yep. day. <laughs> yep. This is anyway. standard charge. I still had to drag my ass out exactly. to your house. Anyway, that's, like, why I picked it, because it's funny to me. All but right. um, the show itself is actually pretty Sounds Sounds like a little papers and paychecks. Yeah. You know me. Too. I always like that stuff. And, it, like, the his fucking adventure party is hilarious it's like they end up with this ancient wizard that's like so old he's like senile and he like yeah. he got kicked out of his old adventure party because he like forgets half the spells <laughs> Jeez. and it's like a fairy who's just like a miser she like she has this like giant sack of gold she's always trying to like fly around yeah with. and what's the other one there's one oh the chicken armor 
there's like a girl that has like a giant suit of armor and she like really likes Saito, but she's like super embarrassed about it. Okay. Anyway, the first episode was set up weird because it's not even like it was like five or six little short scenes. It wasn't really yep. like a cohesive episode of just him like doing stuff, you know, adventure style. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I mean, it for as like I said, it's, it's like the papers and paychecks. Where the hell it was? Like how the realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. Yes, like, same. Kind it's, of a, thing. it's a different kind of twist, right? And it's a similar kind of twist. I I can get. It's with like that. a subgenre of Isekai, kind of. Well, God, of course it has to have one because there's too much. Because there's Isekai. so many. There could be better ones. That one just looked funny to me. So that's my pick. yeah. And that was pretty much it. I mean, you can only have so many like pharmacist in another world farmer in another world house painter in another world yeah, yeah. fucking massage parlor worker in another world whatever there's too many of them but that was it there was like 90 i would say at least half the stuff is izakai yep so like i knock it off the top immediately yeah there'll be some new stuff coming out this week yeah too, i'll check again this week there might be a gem in there but that was pretty much my uh, all right cursory so we'll check case. in on those as we go uh your Yatsura is continuing i think there's a new episode out today but haven't watched it yet so we'll we'll push it to next week yeah get out next week i mean your Yatsura, i think you can imagine what happens <laughs> well, yeah I'm pretty you sure. can but you can't you can imagine the tone of what happens but what actually happens is kind of completely unpredictable that's true because um, who knows what kind of ridiculous alien leopard whatever is going to go on like who knows it's true who knows what cherry's up to today and that Jerry's ridiculous character and that ridiculous giant cat yeah they never explain the giant cat oh, it's, it's just there it's just there man that turns into a regular cat don't question it, it really does all right anyway Witch let's talk about which for mercury which got erased from your brain by whiskey so that's a shame um gun and which for mercury it's so coming back to me it's episode 12 it's the last episode of the season it should be back in april but there's scuttlebutt it might get delayed because probably they had some production issues just not being able to get stuff done. And even this episode got delayed a little bit streaming wise because of um, just a lot of people being out sick <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff circulating right now. Oh God, it's everywhere. Um, so filthy pig smell. Anyway, it, it picks up where the, um, it's the Grassley group or whatever, and is trying to take, uh, and it's Shadik. That's the guy. That's the kid's name. Yes. The kid who's the adopted kid. Who's, Basically conspiring to um, yeah, I remember he had like a to kill Mirania's father because he's the head of the Benaric group. Um, what the heck is his name? His name is Delling Rembrandt. To kill him and you know maybe also capture the Gundam because the Gundam's there, the Gundam Ariel. They really want that Gundam. So, you know, they had already kicked off their attack last time. Attack continues this time. You get the witches from Earth who have their own Gundams. Um, that you also have, you know, a bunch of random schmucks and other mobile suits. You got Gyuljaturk, or Bob. <laughs> yep, good old Bob. Who's, he was on the ship that was captured, but he does manage to escape in this episode. And you get, now you finally get a classic Gundam moment where he ends up fighting his own father, because, and it's just a miscommunication, Doesn't no one really knows what's going on, and ends up killing him. <laughs> so... Gul kind of deserved it. His his father did. Gul does not. That poor bastard. 
has like he has got the worst luck. Is he like the Jared of this series, except not an asshole? Yes, he exactly because Jared always deserved it because he's just a. If you just shut your mouth, Jared, and not like made fun of Camille's name, like you would never. Jared from Zeta Gundam. The entire reason the Titans lost that war was because Jared made fun of uh, a random space kid's name. (laughs) So yeah, you you shouldn't do that. Um, That's why Zeta Gundam is Zeta Gundam the best of Gundam. I love I love Zeta Gundam. Anyway. So that's going on, and then you have Mirene trying to get to her father, Denling Rembrandt, who's the the guy they're trying to kill. An explosion does happen; he does get injured. It's I don't think he's dead yet. It's unclear whether he's going to die or not. They do say the mission's a failure at the end, so I'm assuming he's not dead. And then you have um, they didn't get the Gundam either, and you no, they did not. And then Suleta is trying to get back to the Gundam, and you get to see some like so we're all assuming that. Uh, uh, that woman whose name I can never remember, Fake Shar, is her mother? Lady Shar. I, I'm i not so sure it is. Um, Elnora. I don't know that it is. Um, yeah. I'm not so sure. Is it Elnora? Uh, whatever her name is. Regardless, I don't know that, I don't know that Fake Shar is her mother. I don't. I'm starting to have doubts. That'd be a good plot twist. That would be a good plot twist. So that's my that's my bold prediction. Oh man, because she'd totally spurg like if she found out that wasn't her mom. Oh yeah. So it's interesting because she definitely has some ah, manipulation, mind control over the kid, right? And I don't mean like wah, 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 mind control, but just yeah, like standard, very good manipulator. Because like, and she's cold about it too. She's like, oh no, the kid will show up here, and it's you could read that in one of two ways. Like, no, I trust that kid. She's gonna do it, or. No concern. Like, ah, it's weird. It's hard to read what's going on. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in this episode that kind of peels back the sinister underbelly. Yeah. It's also setting off, like, what is an actual Gundam show with, you know, not duels, man. We're, which duels are cool. War is breaking out. The war is breaking out. Anyway, um, the big reveal is actually after the credits. So, Soleta gets in the Gundam, she, and it's got some upgrades, and she kicks the crap out of all the freaking Earth group people, and they have Take to pull that, back. Take that, Earth witches. Um but then Mirina is trying to get out uh, her father, right? She's got him on like a cart, and she's trying to get him out of there. And one of the one of the uh, um, attackers, terrorists, mercenaries, probably more like mercenaries, probably mercenaries that yeah. was left behind. So you know they had Gundams, but they also had people come in with guns and were you know because they were trying to capture capture the Gundam and and blow stuff up, and you know they're doing all sorts of bad stuff, right? Um, he's still left there, and he's like, well, I'm not going to make it back to Earth now because the ship's leaving without me. So I'm at least going to like fulfill the mission. Oh, look, Dowling Rembrandt's here. I'm going to kill him. Right. And I'm going to kill Mirina. He's just going to gun him down. And friggin' Suleta's just there. And she just smushes him with the hand of the gun. <laughs> and it is, this is a show that's not ultra bloody. Like it goes full, like maybe not full eighties. Cause I don't see intestines. Yeah. But like, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's raspberry jam, man. Like that guy gets flattened. Yep. I mean, and it's not a, like stop or put the hand in the way so he can't shoot, which is what a lot of gun pilots would do. No, no, no. It is just a smack, done. Like swatting a fly. It's, it's kind of like towards the end of uh, Victory Gundam when, uh, uh, wow, Uso is just done with this crap and he's just beam sabering <laughs> girls in bikinis out of out of the <laughs> air. And if that sounds good to you, watch Victory Gundam. It's a weird ass show. <laughs> it is weird. It is the show. end of the UC. Wow, if you don't count Chiraco. Anyway. And, you know, Mia Rene sees this, and, and Suleta gets out, 
And she kind of, you know, slips and slips in the blood. And she's just covered in blood. And she's just got this smile on her face. She's like, oh, I'm such a klutz. Like, hey, I'm here to save you. Obviously does not feel at all what she just did. Does not care, which eh, she should probably be a little disturbed by it just because of the gore, right? If nothing else, like, I'm not going to really judge her too harshly because that guy was going to shoot her friend and her father, like, and he's a terrorist. Splatting him, that's, I think that's okay. It's morally acceptable. I think it's morally acceptable, but- Mirina is just like, oh God. She says murderer. I don't know if that's the exact translation. I think killer is more accurate. Like, probably, yeah. You know, because mur- I mean, I, that's not murder to me, but anyway, whatever. It's a 15, 16, self defense, self defense. Or defense of others, but still, same. Same thing, right? So, because I mean, it's certainly not self defense when you're in a giant <laughs> yeah, 18 true. meter tall death machine that's and some guy's true. got a machine gun. Unless that's freaking. Um, Oh, not the last. What the hell was the? Uh, I can't remember his. Oh my god, this is terrible. Uh, zombie, uh, not Daegwin. Dozel. Oh, Dozel, unless it's Dozel yeah. outside of the goddamn Big Zam, just like <laughs> machine gun his way to victory. Ah, <laughs> uh, Dozel. What a Frankenstein. Oh, uh, what a Frankenstein. Ah, he's actually the coolest of all the zombies. Wait, yes, he's definitely the coolest of all the zombies. He's the yeah. most based. They're all the worst. Anyway. So that's the big spoiler at the end or, or, or stinger or whatever for the next season. So it's interesting because it does cast Saleta in another light where like, yeah, she's super autistic, man. And like, you know, she's protecting her friend and she doesn't once she's past like, no, I have to protect my friends. She'll kill without even thinking about it. Maybe her mother knows that. And that's oh, her why mother she's definitely like, knows you know. that or whatever she is right so yeah uh, it's they dropped so many good threads here like what what's gonna go on with fucking poor gulja turk like he's a broken man even more so than ever now he's got to go back and take over the family business. but obviously he's got a, a story arc going so something's gonna happen there yeah you would figure you got shadiq and all the all the jerks from earth so basically starting a war so we're gonna find out man i'm really excited i was i was getting a little uh, not bored but just, you know, it was kind of samey. I was just like, eh. Yeah, the dueling thing doesn't hold up I'm for I'm not too sure long. if this Gundam show is going to go anywhere. Now I'm excited. And I really do hope it is a full Gundam show. I think it will be. I think it'll be two halves of a first season. They'll do a second season like they do with most Gundam shows. I, I'm i looking forward to it. If IBO got 52 episodes, you know. 48 to 52. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, I, I'm into it. So, yeah, excellent, excellent season finale. And, uh. Definitely looking forward to some more. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on here to... I guess we'll move on to Alice in Borderland, because all we got is that and all you, Evangelion. That's all me, because I'm the one who watched it. So I marathoned it this past weekend. Um, You know, after watching the first... So, reminder, a little bit about the first season. So... um. Arasu's main character, his two bros, um, Chateau and Karube, were like basically hiding out in a bathroom stall from uh, the cops. They didn't do anything that evil, but just they were hiding out for the cops. You know, mischief. And everything went dark. And then the lights came back up and no one was around. And then all of a sudden they were in a world where there's very few people and all the people are there that are there have to play games. They have to play these death games, right? They're games where if you do things wrong, you die. And there's different types of games. You know, there's there's hearts games where it's all about betrayal and, and 
hearts stuff, right? Like it's all about betrayal and playing with your emotions and all that kind of stuff. There's spades games where it's all about physical prowess. There's club games that are all teamwork and there's diamond games that are mind games, right? And, and you know, riddles and puzzles and such. Like I said, death for all of them. You have to play the games because you only get a certain amount of days off basically by playing the games. You know, you, you beat like a three of clubs game and the, the it's all cards and the, the number is the difficulty of the game. So if you do three of clubs, you get three days off. But if you have to play another game within those three days or else you will get killed. At the end of that next day, after your, your things run out, you will a laser will come from the sky and kill you. All right, so first season happened. Uh, at the end of the first season, left standing. There's a whole arc. There's, there's stuff at the beach with this whole group of people working together to clear games. Very smart. Collect all the cards. They do indeed collect all the cards. I don't think it's really about collecting the cards. It's more about clearing all the games that correspond with the cards. Mm-hmm. So it took until that point to to get the Ten of Hearts to appear. So the last few episodes are about clearing the Ten of Hearts game that appears. Um, so they clear the Ten of Hearts game. They find out some stuff about the game master, like the 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 dealers they call them, like the game masters who set up the who set up the games and conspire to to make this happen. They're also trapped there, so it's kind of interesting. Um, hmm. And you have at the end of the first season, you have Arasu, you have Usagi who's the um, the mountain climber girl that he meets in one of the games. You have Josiah, who's one of the guys from the beach. He's like the crafty guy. You find out in this season that he was actually um, a doctor before. You get some good backstory on him. He becomes one of my favorite characters. And then uh, Suina. Suina? Kuina. Kuina, who's the... Uh, she's actually a trans character. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's obviously a girl playing a it's a girl playing a trans character, but yeah. um, boy to girl in Japan doing this back in the day before anybody cared. They do this shit all the time. So um, I think there was a kerfuffle about this before because it wasn't actually played by a trans person. So, you of know, course, God forbid. Of course. God forbid you get some whatever. I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, anyway, that's the that's the wrap up of the first season. Second season starts from there with all the face card games. So now you have to. Beat all the face cards. All right. So the face card game start. The first thing they encounter is the King of Spades. The King of Spades is some ridiculous mercenary asshole who's just machine gunning everybody down. He's got fucking long range rifles, machine guns, guns, not. He's got everything. Man, I'm jealous. Ridiculous. Like body armor. The guy is ridiculous. It's basically like John Wick. It's like if you put John <laughs> Wick in there and just like <laughs> made him go ham on people, except with more body armor. Like it's ridiculous, right? So that's one. So they have to run away from that, basically, and that gets them separated. So for this, most of the season, they're separated. And I'll give my, some of my thoughts on what I've read about the manga um, and the differences, because I do think there's some things here that don't work quite as well here that work better in the manga, based on what I've read. So they all get split up, and they all clear different games. So there's some cool games during the season. Um you know, there's one with like it's a diamonds game, and, and when you're playing, so the difference in this season is, it's always against the dealer, right? And the the dealer is going to be one of the, it's the face card, right? Someone who is the jack of clubs, someone who is the or a group that is the king of spades or whatever, right? Uh, or the king of spades is one guy. There's a group that's like the I think it's the king of clubs game they play. Um, there's one guy. <laughs> The, he's one of the best characters of the season. I can't remember his name, but he plays. 
he's basically a nudist. So he's just he's some guy who's like ripped, and he's just walking around with no clothes on the whole time. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it's him and all his bandmates that are on this team, and they play this like team game against um, Arasu. Actually, it's most of them are together at this point. Arasu, Kuina, um, and uh, Usagi. But then there's another guy from the from the previous season from the beach, and then there's one of the bad guys from the beach you thought was dead, who, who was like burned and thrown off a building, but somehow was still alive. Whoa. Um, so he's there too, and he's a bit of a psychopath, so he's the wild element. So they play this game, and it's it's got a it's got a hell of an ending, um, and this takes up like the first two or three episodes. Then it switches to like a prisoner game where they're in a prison and you have to figure out like basically you just have to figure out who the evil person is. Everybody's got a collar on their neck um, that will explode. So uh, every hour, but of course, every hour you have to go into a cell and guess what the suit of the card is on the back of your collar. It's got one of the four suits. So you can't look at it. You can't look in a mirror. You can't do any of that. Like someone else has to tell you. Right, so there's a lot of shenanigans where yeah. people tell them the wrong num, the wrong suit, and all this stuff, and paranoia ensues. It's actually really well done. Like that was a really well done game. Now it gets a little wonky because Josiah is there, that one character who's like the the doctor. He's not really supposed to be there. He's not in there there in the manga. So that was one of those situations where like I can see how removing him from that it would make more sense. Yeah, um, and then you get. Uh, they play another game with like the I want to say it's like the Queen of Spades or the I think it's the Queen of Spades, and she's just they're on an oil rig and it's like a tag game and there's a little kid there. How the hell is there a little kid in face card games here? I don't know. Um, well, I do know because of the, the very end. And then um, they clear all the games. I mean, basically, the long and short of it is, yeah, they get beat up, yeah, they get their asses kicked. They eventually clear all the games except for the last two. There's a Queen of Hearts. And the King of Spades still, right? So they have to kill the King of Spades game. And guess what? Your boy, Aguni, from the first season, the man who punched a freaking tiger, <laughs> he got shot a bunch of times and, like, should be dead, is not dead because you can't kill that man. He's ridiculous. <laughs> he's, like, the most over-the-top guy. But he's he's pretty based in this season. And he, uh, you know, he, he shows up, and then there's other side characters I'm not even mentioning here. They all basically team up together to try to take out the King of Spades. They do eventually do it, but a bunch of them get killed trying to do It's a real pain in the ass. They either get killed or mostly killed or should be dead. Like, one girl gets shot, like, six times right up the midsection and somehow is alive. Whatever. That's not how <laughs> She's a wreck, work. but she's still alive. Um, and at the end, you have Usagi, who's been stabbed a bunch of times in the leg. So she's not in great shape. And you have um, Arasu, who's actually in pretty good shape still going out to take down the Queen of Hearts, the last thing, right? And, of course, it's the Queen of Hearts, and, of course, it's very Alice in Wonderland. And the last game is croquet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the and it's funny because it's like, all you have to do is not quit. You you have to play three games of cro- croquet and not quit. And I was thinking, oh, it's going to be something sadistic. There's going to be, like, you know, they're gonna she's going to stab you. There's going to be, like, yeah. I don't know, fire ants. There's going to be acid. Who knows? Yeah, something, right? Nope. They play two games completely normal, not a problem. Then they stop for tea time. And then it becomes a psychological nightmare where she basically, it's almost like hypnotism or whatever, convinces Arasu that he's he's gone crazy because his friends died in a car accident, which ties back to the beginning of the series. And he's actually in the insane asylum and he should just give up and 
Yeah. She basically is just manipulating him, right? And and of course Usagi's the one who has to bring him back. She actually slits her wrist to do it. It's it's pretty crazy. I don't know how she can lose so much blood and still be alive, but she does. The same um, reason that girl got shot six times in the chest. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's don't expect complete realism, right? So then he does and this is a lot of spoilers, so God Skip ahead if you do not want to know what happens at the end of Alice in Borderland, because I am going to spoil the shit about everything that happens at the end of Alice in Borderland. Um, so he they defeat the Queen of Hearts because he continues the game. They just have fun playing the final round of the game, and even she, the Queen of Hearts, is kind of happy about it. But she gets killed, um, and then she also does try to f- tell uh, Arsu what the. What's really going on here? She tells him, oh, it's VR. It's this. Oh, we went into the future. Like, all these other stories, but none of them are true. So come to find out. So there was one little tidbit dropped earlier in the season where some woman said, oh, I had some surgery when I was a kid. You know, they had to drill into my skull. And everyone thought they saw fireworks when they showed up in the world, in this world, right? They saw fireworks either right before or right after. Yep. She says, it's, it wasn't fireworks, but then she gets shot in the head immediately on this video they're watching because the King of Spades shows up. Yep. So you don't know like what she was going to say, but it, it gets you thinking, what was it? So here's what really happened. And this is freaking wild. So at the end, every person who's still alive gets to make a choice. They can stay and become citizens of this land, the borderland, or, or they can choose to go back to the real world. Right. Mm-hmm. And everybody chooses to go back to the real world, except there's, there's two assholes from the, um, that, uh, what the hell, that Jack of Hearts game, the the prison game I was talking about. Yeah. There's two of them from there that want to stay because they're like, oh, this is the, they're just eating megalomaniac, megalomaniacal assholes. One of them is like a murderer. Like, yeah. They're just whatever. So they want to stay. And I, it's not clear what happens if you stay. I, that doesn't really matter. So anyway, Arsu does wake up in the real world and he's like trapped under rubble because what really happened was a meteor exploded over Tokyo. Whoa. Right. And all the people who were playing the games and who were in the borderland were people that were caught in the Blast. damage and carnage of the media. Yeah. And it's almost like the it was their fight for survival. Right. Yeah. Like where almost like a shared dream or apparently in the in the comic and this is again in the in the manga, why I I went to look it up. Apparently there is a Joker and he's basically the the ferryman. Yeah. And and he sets all this crap up. And it's basically like his setup to see who's got the will to survive and who doesn't. Oh, that's pretty cool. Actually. Which is pretty cool. So those people are still alive. They don't have they have some vague recollections, but not really memory of what happened. Like they kind of recognize people kind of don't. And, you know, they've been working on this whole kind of love story between Arasu and Usagi throughout. And then he does run into her in the hospital and he does ask her out. So they're kind of starting over again, which is cool. Um, they do leave a little Joker card on a table. Yeah. Just to give you that same that same feel, um, and, and you do see, you know, it shows you the whole scene where all the people throughout the show were around, and you know, some of them didn't make it, some of them did. So, I don't know. It was uh, it was a wild ending. It was a wild concept. Uh, cool idea. I like it. I I really do like it. Now, like I said earlier, and I already said it a little bit about that prison game. I can see how. So apparently. This whole season should have had less of the main character, main characters in it. Yeah. Because it really was kind of jumping around to different side characters. There's a lot that happens in the season that's coincidence. Like Arasu runs into um, Aguni and this other girl early on, and 
There's no he's it's just coincidence. There's like no reason he should even be there. Yeah. Cuz he's not supposed to be there. Like you kind of tell it was kind of shoehorned in just to keep the main characters involved in Yeah. all the stuff cuz that was just stuff that happened. It just should have happened. Yeah. Without the main characters. So, it's not that bad. It doesn't ruin anything. It's just it, you can see that it gets a little just a little bit janky because of that. And when you read the you read about the original, it's like, oh, I could see why that worked better that way. Yeah. Um, and like I said, the other thing is they don't make it as clear here. Like apparently, Arasu, before he goes back to the real world in the manga, he talks to the ferryman. Yeah. Um, or whatever he assumes is the ferryman, and that kind of explains it. Whereas in this, he doesn't. He talks to his friends who are dead, and they're just yeah. like, hey, man. Which is a good scene because it's like, Hey man, you better go live your life to the fullest. Like we're dead, so yeah. <laughs> go do work. Um, so that was good, but then they don't ever really explain. Like you don't ever get that explanation yeah. with the Joker. You get the little Joker card at the end as a stinger, but they probably could have used a little explanation there. Yeah, because um, apparently so. he was dead for like a minute, and like most of the people, that's what it was. They were dead and resuscitated. So oh yeah, makes sense. Anyway, uh, yeah, just an interesting, interesting idea. Um, I like that it wasn't just um, it wasn't Squid Game again. It wasn't just Squid Game, and it wasn't just uh, it wasn't just you know VR or something, right? Yeah. Like it was no, something it's like different. An actual, interesting, unique idea. It was an interesting idea. Right? God forbid somebody comes up with something different. And the other cool thing in this season is because apparently this happens from the beginning in the, in the manga, but this whole season Tokyo instead of looking like just an empty Tokyo does have like vines and creepers and all sorts of stuff yeah, over everything yeah, yeah. where it looks like it's been abandoned for like hundreds of years. So yep. it has that a really cool look. So you definitely tell they got some more budget for the second yeah. season <laughs> than for the first. Uh, but highly recommended. I mean, it's it's eight, it's 16 episodes total, eight for each season. Uh, most of the episodes are between 50 minutes and an hour. I think there's one that's like an hour and 20. I think it's the last one. Um, it's not it's not too much of a time commitment. Yeah. And it's worth it. Like you're I like all of us are dead. I would watch this first. I, I would spend the time watching this first. It's more fair worth enough. It. So anyway, definitely a recommendation. Netflix did not screw up Alex in Borderland. It I think it's really good. Um, you should definitely check it out. Will do. Anyway. Moving on. Evangelion. Deuce point two point two. Deuce deuce. Deuce. All right. Good God. So we talked about 1.11 last time. We've talked about Ava a lot. I'm not going to get into Ava in the general thing again. Go watch that. Figure it out. Um, you've all you, you've all already seen. Spoiler: it. Watch Ava for the love of God. I'm, I'm positive you've all. You watch some. Seen it. You've watched some Ava anyway. Like, and if you haven't, go watch some Ava. Um, so the second one really does adapt. Um, kind of like the second. Not the second half of the series. Like the first one was like the first six episodes or so. This is kind of like the next eight to twelve episodes of the show. Up until the point like Kaoru's introduced in the show. Yeah, basically. Because that's basically what happens into this. This has definitely changed a lot more from oh, way more. Well, they add in a whole character. <laughs> from the show. Yeah. You got you got Maki. She finally shows up. The uh or Maki Mari. Marie. I, she's American or European or whatever. She's working with the European agency. I think she's American. You can't tell because, you know, she's Japanese, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so, and she's a maniac. Uh, you got, um, you know, you still got Shinji. You still got Asuka now actually showing up. Yep. So that's one of the first things that happens. Um, 
Asuka, the the third girl, second girl, first girl, whatever the hell she is. Um, so she's an able pilot from Europe, from the European Union, from Germany in particular. Uh, and she's got uh, a red Ava unit too. Its design is definitely wackier in this one because it's got like four eyes. Yeah, it's like literally like not stacked on top of each other. Like it's crazy. Um, and then she's you know she's a super hot head and she's the badass and she's got all kinds of all kinds of combat ability, but. She's not good working in teams, so a lot of it is about her integrating and working with teams. Yeah, she's super antisocial. Um, you got, uh, it's Marie. Marie, what the hell is her name? Look it up. Look it up. Ah, it's right here. It's uh, Marie. Marie illustrious Makanami. Makanami. I remembered Makanami. Yeah, she had a crazy ass name. Um, I did, the illustrious was the crazy part. So. It does start off with that too. It's got her in uh, an experimental unit five, with like crazy legs. With with this got crazy legs and taking out. Uh, I think it's the third angel. Yeah, so she, we were wondering last time because it's the show. The last one we started with the fourth angel. Yeah, this is the third angel, right? So she takes that out. Although the unit unit five gets destroyed doing it, and then you find out that unit um, was it unit four got destroyed like off camera somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you got unit. Um, six is being developed, so ooh, we don't know what's going on there. Ooh. It's the secret unit, wasn't even supposed to be. And then you got unit um, three, which shows up at the end of this. So anyway, back to Ray. So a lot of this is just, you know, there's more cool angel fights, but one of the big angel fights is, you know, Shinji and Ray and um, Asuka having to work together. Yeah, that was like kind of the whole. That whole section. Yeah, learning how to work series, together. Yeah. And also trying to get Shinji and his father closer, but it's almost impossible. His father's just... Such an asshole. He's such an asshole. He's just so hyper-focused on the human instrumentality project that he just doesn't care, right? Like, I mean, he does... He'll, he'll do just enough to get Shinji to do what he wants, basically. Yeah. Because he can't really do it without him because they can't get the dummy plug system to work. Yeah, yeah. so they, they do have a dummy plug, so it's basically like, you know, remote operation. Or not remote, um autonomous operation for an Ava. It's like it does work Tesla well. autopilot for an Ava. And um, it does the same thing. Yeah, it? <laughs> it works about just as well. Uh so it does some work, but it's it's not great. And then, you know, Shinji has to do some work. Uh and then eventually the dummy plug stops working. The Ava just rejects it. It will not it will not work. Shinji gets rightfully righteously pissed off. Yeah. Um so he takes off he he, he leaves for a while and, and they don't have him while um is that the eighth angel yeah i think so is attacking um well is it the eighth or the ninth whatever the so they they take while shinji goes away they're testing unit three right and asuka's testing unit three so they have to no a nation can have more than three of us so they seal away unit two and and asuka's testing unit three but unit the test with unit three goes wrong it basically becomes an angel with oscar trapped inside side fucks up a bunch of nerve people you know masato gets injured um ritsuko gets injured not that bad and then they um the angel is going after now the angel ava thing is going after uh nerve hq because of course it is and it's super dangerous because it since it's an ava it can freaking go into like the central location where they're keeping Lilith. Yeah. And if they can meet up with Lilith, they'll cause the third impact and all humanity will be wiped out and blah, 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 blah. 
right? You Bad know things through. will happen, right? So, very uh, illustrious Makanabi had snuck in earlier, way earlier in the movie, and then she shows up again and steals Unit 2, which is way too easy to do, by yeah, the way. Yeah, right. It's just like, don't you lock your door? <laughs> it's a freaking Ava, for fuck's sake. I, I suppose you figure no one could pilot the thing, but... Yeah. Anyway. They just leave the keys in. They're leaving it, right? So she she steals Unit 2 and tries to do work, and she unlocks its beast mode. Um, where Which it, like, is super cool. Loses most of its humanity. Yeah, it's really cool to try to go after, um, try to go after this thing, but... She can't take it out, right? It's too hard. Too badass. Um, so instead, um, Shinji. Your boy Shinji comes back. Your boy Shinji has to come back and do work. And Shinji gets into the Ava, and he does some work. Um, he does some serious work. So he has to... Um, what the hell has happened at this point? So... I'm trying to remember. Oh, no, this is the ultimate. Uh, now I remember. Okay, see, I'm mixing stuff up here. So that whole thing with the Ava happens, right? And at that point, um, that's when the dummy plug system takes over. And the dummy plug system takes out um, Asuka. It takes out the Ava. It kills the Ava. And it, it takes the dummy plug out and bites it in half. Yeah. Right, and Asuka gets injured, and that's why Shinji's all butthurt, and that's why he's not around. Then the next angel shows up. I was we, I was conflating two things, so sorry about that. The next angel shows up, and it's like the ultimate denier angel. It's like the ultimate. It's yes, like the I, ultimate AT wall. Of yeah, angels. it's like basically a bunch of weird cubes and shit. Yeah, it can't you can't stop it, right? So this angel shows up, and Mary Mary tries to take it out, can't take it out. Shinji's not around. Dummy plug won't work. Ray shows up and tries to take it out. Ray gets her, Ray and the top, I don't know, everything from the knees up on her Ava gets eaten by this angel. <laughs> yeah. Not um, a good, not it's just a good like but one bite just pulls it in and sucks it into its core. Um, so now it's going to go into the, again, now it's, and then it gets super dangerous because now it reads as unit zero because it ate unit zero. So now it can also, much like that last Ava was dangerous, yeah. can get into Central Dogma and go to Lilith. Um, so what happens? Well, Shinji finally gets in the damn Ava again, even though he was righteously butthurt about the injury to Asuka from before. And he, he runs out of power while he's trying to get Ray back because he's trying to get Ray back. And then he goes... The Ava becomes what it was really meant to be, right? It doesn't need power anymore. I mean, it's basically a living organism. Yeah. It just... becomes like an angel, but not evil. Shinji's still in control. Um, and he goes ham getting back freaking... He um, goes bananas. Right. So he go, he reaches into the core, and it gets wild. It gets weird, extra-dimensional. And then the the impact... You get to see set what second impact looks like, this weird rainbow yeah. like circle. Well, now that's happening again. So third impact is starting right now. Um while he's uh trying to get Ray out of there. And he does manage to save Ray out of the out of the angel, destroy the angel. But now he's basically in this Ava that's uh, is it an angel now? Is it a god? I don't even know. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's super powerful. <laughs> he's found himself in a tight spot. <laughs> and then and then you have I don't know exactly how this is going to end. Like, the preview for next time was, you know, what's his name? Um, Karu descending from the moon. 
yeah. on his Ava from the moon and like hitting him with the Lance of Longinus and pinning him in place and all this stuff. I don't I don't think that's exactly how it goes down in the third one, so we'll have to talk about that when we get to the third one. Yeah. Um, because the previews don't line up with what actually happens in the next one. Yeah, ones. they yeah, pretty much don't because it took them so goddamn long between movies. Yeah. Anyway, despite my fumbling a little bit of uh, the sequence of events, it doesn't matter what I say. Go watch the damn thing. It's highly entertaining. Animation is even more fantastic this time. Characters are great. Characters are even... There's better character growth this time than there ever was in the damn series. Ah, really true. And it's like, it's so much less... They took so much less time but got so much more done. Absolutely. So, anyway, what are your thoughts? Um, As usual, infinitely better than the series. Um, Adding the... uh, You know what was cool that I liked... Cause they talked about um who's the what's the dude's name that comes back. The dude's name who comes back. Are you talking about uh, Misato's ex boyfriend? Kaji. Kaji. Yes, I yeah. do. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, they talk about Kaji being in America in the series. Or they actually show it a little bit. They, yeah, like, and that's where what's her face comes from. Uh, Maria. Mary. Yeah. So like that was cool. That they actually showed all the stuff that was going on when Kaji was overseas. I like that. Um, oh, she might be from England. She might not be American. Who knows? I don't really care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. It's completely irrelevant. It like, is irrelevant. But yeah, like I like that um, kind of... They filled a hole in the story there. And it actually made it a lot better. Um, an extra character is good. Because just having the three pilots all the time was kind of... Yeah, she's a good combustible element. I know yeah. I know she gets mixed reviews. Like, some people are not into it, but uh, critics mainly. Like, I, most fans I've seen really, really like the character, so... Oh, it was just cool to add an extra character. And, well, and plus it's a different... Her, her nature is different enough from Asuka's that I didn't mind it. Um, yeah, they're not like the same thing. Because Asuka's kind of the combustible element. Ray is like the super quiet one, and... And Shinji's kind of like the everyman, you know, the straight man. Um, but yeah, she's got she brings a different element, more, more devious, more sinister almost. Yeah, she shows up to shit. But I don't know. It's interesting how her character evolves in the next couple movies. Um, it's true. Yeah, I like more intrigue with Seal and like with all the shit going on on the moon. That was really cool. Yeah, um, that was stuff I don't remember from the original. Like seeing any of that anyway yeah they like mentioned it but i don't you didn't get any animation and seeing it. you know the the impact of second impact where like you know antarctica and the whole not the whole southern hemisphere but like a big a, chunk of it a big chunk like all of Antarctica is like covered in this weird rainbow thing that's creepy as hell it's wild stuff um, you know you're starting to get a feeling for what's really going on and and, and the story behind the story so it's a good setup and I don't know. The animation's so good. Like you said, it tells it. You know, this movie's just under two hours. So now you're, you know, four yeah, you hours in the movie. basically half a series in like, two hours and, like, got it done way better. Yeah. <laughs> so it was so nice that they just went back and cleaned up all the writing. And, and the pacing's was better? Su- they had such a good idea, and it just, like, it's nice to go back and just refine it to this the is, point where it's, like, a really good show. I've now. said this before. This is the perfect case for a remake. And even better that it's done by the original guy who did yeah. it right like to, to just go okay and i like that japan does this they're like 
okay, yeah, we had a good idea, but it wasn't quite right. Let's just do it again. Because I really feel like he just had an idea. He had no idea what he wanted to do with it. It was just like a very rough. Yeah, but it was a good idea. You know what I mean? And then he had like 20 years or so. to. And then like, he talked to Izabuchi. <laughs> yeah, to go back and have lunch with Izabuchi. <laughs> how to and, fix it. Uh, so anyway. Figure out how to fix it. When we get to the next two, like that's when it really starts to get wild and really deviates from the series. Uh, the next one gets wild because it's like. Airships. It's like trigger future. animation. Yes, that too. Like the animation style completely changes and it blows your mind. It melts your your brain. Yeah, it's not like it's not jarring, but it's it's definitely different. It's, it's pretty jarring. <laughs> I thought I, it I don't was. think I didn't think like it was the that ship jarring. and everything lights up and it's all crazy. It's more like, the designs than it is the animation. Like, yeah, well, probably, the designs yeah. get a little wackier. It's just it's very. I don't know. It gets very it's very different. <laughs> let's put it that way. I'm not steampunky, but yeah, kind of very more like. Instead of serious sci-fi, it almost goes from, you know what it does? It goes from like hard sci-fi, like it goes from old Star Trek to like Star Wars. Yeah, like Masato's captain this retarded ship. It's like, what? What's going on? Shinji's in space prison. (laughs) (laughs) Shinji is in space prison. You know you're a badass when you get locked in space prison. I know. To be locked in space prison. Wait, I don't really want to be in space prison. And they 100% fixed Shinji in like oh yeah this movie much better character oh god like so much i mean when he's pissed off he's pissed off for a reason and then when he has to come back and do work he fucking does it and you know like the whining is completely gone because god in the series like sometimes the whining was just like it was too much just like god just go kill yourself that could be the nature of it being too spread out but i I think his character reacts more normally in this yeah it, it, it feels way less like he's just this whiny little child um you know who else likes space prison? MD Geist. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> uh, I'll do a whole episode on like people who have been sent to space prison. Oh my god. Anyway, I don't have much else to say about this. It's yeah, excellent, much it. like the last one. It's really good. Yeah, just man, nice to see him finish it up right. So next week, tree point tree tree. Yep. We'll get at it. And if there's any new shows out, go over those and. Uh, We'll see you then. So as usual, have a fantastic week. Don't trust the government. NFTs are still still a scam. I'm on the fence on crypto. Peace. Well, that's all for today, everyone. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour. Please remember to like and subscribe, and may your entertainment be always, well, entertaining.